Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Currency for Currency, and this is the place where you get two days discussion for tomorrow's financial freedom. I'm Nyosha, and I have alongside me none other than the miraculous, the marvelous, the incredible Mo money, mo money, mo money, mo money. Mo money, not mo problems. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Mo? Hello, hello. How you doing? You in the festive mood? Um, listen, you know what was interesting? There I went when I dropped my daughter off, it's um connected to a church that has a cafe, an amazing cafe, right? I got turned out by their coffee. They have like this pressed coffee for coffee drinkers. I'm an occasional coffee drinker. I go in or I'm just like off the grid altogether. Anyway, long story short, I'm you standing had there. <laughs> right, I had this coffee today. And so I'm standing there and um, this guy is like mopping up the floor. And so she says, I can take you at the register. And I'm like, oh, but the floor is wet. And so he said, you know what? I left the space so you can walk around. I'm sorry for holding up the line. I dropped my coffee and I was like, um, oh, I was like, no worries. And he said, well, how's everybody doing today otherwise? And I said, thank you for asking. I'm doing well. And he, I said, how are you doing? You dropped your coffee. You know, it may be disappointing. He said, today I feel great despite dropping that coffee. He said, because, you know, it's, it's like my Friday. And I was like, that's a good perspective to have. It's like my Friday. So today, I'm like, it's like my Friday. <laughs> and the uh, fact that I had the... Um, <laughs> Thursday is the new Friday. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that I had the latte, all right? <laughs> I was like, I need all the shots you can give me. <laughs> it's working. It's working. It's working. So how are you? Okay. What What's new I'm in your well. universe? I'm doing good. You know, yeah. things are different in the real estate world. And... Um, mm. I think the perception that real estate is boom banging means that agents is making a lot of money, oh a lot of money coming into the system, but it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that the agent, it, 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 even for me, that I'm making the money I was making a year ago. I think that people even count our money. Like I, I, that bothers me that people we even think, count our money. want to go there because I think that <laughs> think i have far too much money yeah as a result they'll use other people and then when they're having a problem they come to me and mm. i'm like what? why didn't you come to me oh well from the beginning you really need the business this yeah. person needs the business you know yeah. and they really need the business. i'm like what I didn't, oh. the, I didn't need the money but then when the problem comes then you want to come to me with the problem right like, believe this i'm having this problem i'm having that problem i'm having you know i didn't know this and i'm like had you dealt with someone that was a little more seasoned um, seasoned and we could have a whole no, conversation about me being disrespectful <laughs> to anybody else in their 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 um profession yeah but i see i take it very serious first of all i'm not gonna i i feel that I've done certain things in life mm -hmm. that makes me uh, um, a shmi, subject well, matter expert. Right, an uh, expert because I've gone through going having bad credit to getting good credit to making um, owning companies with an S, different companies, three, four, 
at the present. Right. Um, that pays taxes, you yeah. know, or files, you know, for taxes. You know, that's when I say a real company licensed, yeah. insured, and also um, a certain amount of income and yeah. and having something to show for my life uh, in regards to purchasing homes and having yeah. tenants. Yeah. Um, and I see people, they go in and they get these agents, but, and these agents are giving them information. And when you go into purchasing a home, it's a financial um, endeavor. Yes. And you have people that, that them themselves are financial wreck. Mm -hmm. And they dress up well, and they mm -hmm. speak very well. And, and I, sometimes I, I, not I, even. And, I, and, no, sometimes, <laughs> and that's what I was going to say is like, I've heard people talk, mm -hmm. agents, and they're not saying anything. Mm -hmm. They don't know what they're talking about. But right. from the untrained eye, yeah. they seem to know what they're doing. And then when people, you see all these people going to foreclosure, I remember like, okay, over the years, I've been doing this for over 30 years. I cannot, I could honestly say there has not been more than five people in my entire over 30 years that have gone into foreclosure. That is incredible. And I have told people that and they're like, wait, what? Yeah. It's because of the amount of time and care I take and right. understanding it from my own perspective and the mistakes right. I made sometime in purchasing or right. um, what have you. And I said, you would want to stay away from that. Even right. the way, and I think you can, you, can, um, you, you can speak on this, even the way we vet people, people come into our office and saying, look, I got this pre-approval for five, 600,000, whatever it is. Right. And then we interview them and we say, well, what are you currently paying now? Oh, I'm paying $2,000 a month. Do you understand that this piece of paper means that you will be paying $4,500 a month? Right. Right. Which means how much your mortgage is going to be, how much your taxes is going to be. Right. And that's not including your heat and your food. The landscaping. Right. So the thing is, is that, okay, you're paying $2,000 an hour. And one, one of the questions that we ask people coming into our office is how much money you're saving a month. Right. And they say, oh, I'm saving about, you know, $1,500, $2,000 a month. I'm like, okay. So you so really, where are those people that's saving that? No, I'm giving you a, yeah, they are, you know, <laughs> you know, couples. And so you say, okay, so you're spending 2000 and you're mm -hmm. saving 2000. That's 4,000. Mm -hmm. This piece of paper says that you're going to pay 6,000. Mm -hmm. Already when, you're over. It was the other 2000 from already. You, yeah. It's quick math. Just like that. Boom, boom, boom. Right. And people are like, wait, what, what did you do that again? And what I do, just just follow the piece of paper. Just do. Don't don't come asking me questions. And I'm like, no, I'm not trying to insult you. I'm trying to make <laughs> you make as a lateral move as possible. Is there money? Honestly, is there money that you do, do that again? Just just follow the paper. <laughs> just follow. Yeah. And people get frustrated, and they get angry. So let's pause right there for a moment because a few episodes back we did have a whole segment and I mean in our catalog we have these segments where we break those numbers down and you did a extremely thorough breakdown like I was stemming from excitement with the numbers like savings. 
you touched on so many things. You were talking for so damn long. I forgot some of my thoughts, but I'm joking with you. <laughs> but um, one of the things is, and this is never going to change. People want to keep up with the Joneses. People want to keep up with the Joneses. So rather than looking at, and, and real estate is, as you mentioned, a financial endeavor, right? And I like to look at real estate, especially because I love working with first-time home buyers. I love educating people. I like to look at it as stepping stones, right? Your first purchase may not be your last purchase. It doesn't have to be your last purchase. Right. So it can be a stepping stone that you use to get into that next purchase, right? doesn't have to be a laughable feat. What's laughable is when you don't have anything to show for it and you're throwing all this money out the window every month, right? And you become a senior and you're looking like, what have I done with my life? I read something but today. You make someone else rich. Rich, exactly. I read something today and this is going off tangent for a minute. I'm gonna bring it right back home. There was a 40 year old and she posed the question. She said, I feel like I'm restarting at 40. And she said, here I am in my 40s. I got two young toddlers in tow. You know, my relationship is on the verge of being non-existent. I'm broke, broker than I've ever been in my life. You know, um, my career, she said, while I, I started college, I didn't finish. And financially, I'm not in a position because of these two little ones to go back to college, right? But I have these desires. And she's like, what do I do? I just want to give up. And someone replied to her and was like, girl, listen, get yourself a plan, get on that plan and make it happen. And I'm thinking to myself, while you know, some of us have to press the reset button and have had to press the reset button, the most important thing is that you press the button. You reset, right? It's never too late to reset. And so if you're buying a home today, I don't care if that's a two bedroom, a three bedroom, four or five bedroom, let that be something that then you leave to your children. You have as part of your retirement plan, right? So you pay it off before that 30 year process if you're in your 40s. Because let's think, if you're in your 40s, 30 years, you're going to be in your 70s, you, you're looking to retire. Maybe you want to downsize at that point. Maybe you want to go into, you know, a community. Maybe you just want to get a yacht and live off of the boat. It's your prerogative. But you, what? The money from that 30 years you just spoke of, you got to slow down because you know what you're talking about, but you skipped a big part of it. In those 30 years, now you're actually taking money out of your left pocket and putting, putting it, it into your right. right. So she said, I'm at my 40s. Yeah. Forget about, you can't change what happened. Exactly. The thing is being conscious to mm -hmm. knowing the mistakes that you made yeah. and move away from them. So now right. you got 30, 40, 50 years to move away from the mistakes that you made. Exactly. But in that 30 years, you can see where all the money that you've been investing in someone else's property and back into you. So if she's at her 40s and let's say she's going to retire at 65, yeah. she has 25 years of putting money into herself. So let's say hypothetically, it's is as little as a thousand dollars. I need a bell when you like hit on something. A thousand dollars a month at yeah. 25 
years. Yeah. Comes out what this is when you find out about my, my math is. So you're talking about twelve thousand a year for twenty five years. Um, and, and twelve. It's like almost a quarter of them. Over a quarter of them. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, I was close. I was close. Mm-hmm. So and and that's a thousand. We all know. We all know. Nobody ain't living for a thousand dollars. But I'm just saying that's a quarter of a million dollars. That's not including that the fact that the property, as you're paying down the property, the value of the property is going up. Pause right there for a moment. Because guess what? Guess what? And this is something we need to talk about on a whole separate level. When you become a senior, even before you retire, there are things that you could do to even stop that mortgage process. Right. But you need the property. You need the foundation right. from which to right. make these things happen. And yeah. then, what have you talked about when you make that one additional payment? You can cut that thirty year down into almost in years. almost in half to seventeen right. years. Right. So you can rep- let's say hypothetically, and it doesn't exist, um, not in our area, that you buy the property for two hundred thousand. Right. Wait, I gotta make you laugh for a moment. So there was a girl, um, I was actually gonna refer her to you. And listen, this is not laughable. So folks, hear me when I say this clearly and understand where I'm going with this. She wanted a single family home, New York area, Queens to be specific. She wanted to pay 100, 110. She got approved for 125. Single family home, driveway, three bedrooms. Then she changed it to multifamily. And in my mind, I'm thinking, when you find it, let me know because everybody else is looking for that price range out there, right? But I never put anybody down because that's not a laughable amount. What I'm trying to convey here is that we have thoughts in our mind, but on paper, financially, the paper that you spoke about tells a different story. So what I started talking to her about were co-op and or condo opportunities, right? Now, what comes along with that, though, is a heftier down payment. So I wanted to talk about that because it's a stepping stone into where you can go, right? So when people are thinking, I can't afford real estate, I know people say that to you all the time, I can't afford to purchase right now, you can afford something even if it's at a a starting point. So I'm going to toggle it back to you. I just wanted to throw that out there because opportunities exist where you allow them to be present. Opportunities exist where you allow them to be present. All right, so we're not even going to talk about what we're supposed to talk about today. Oh, no, no, we are, because guess what? We're going to do no, a lightning not, round. No, 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 no. We're going to do a lightning round, five minutes, five to seven minutes on current topics. Boom, we'll go. I got you. Okay. We're going to okay. do it. <laughs> so with that what you just said. Yeah. I just want to say that there is absolutely, understand what I'm saying, and I'm going to say something after this, and then after this. Yeah. There is absolutely, get up close, get close. This, this is there serious. Is absolutely nothing wrong with you living in the lifestyle in which you have afforded yourself through your current income. There's no shame in it. Stop trying to keep up with the Joneses because to, because to a lot of people, you are the Joneses. Look at that. It's well, okay. 
Oh, you you know don't what? need you going out here and you getting Gucci and Louis Vuitton and you getting makers. Stop mm. it. Mm. Stop it. You mm. don't need anything else. You don't need another pair of shoes. You don't need another coat. You don't need another outfit. Mm. But it's okay that people see you in the same outfit. Yeah. It's okay. And right now, in the current circumstances, mm-hmm. in the current circumstances, we are being priced out. Right. So the people in New York City who normally want to be within a five to 10 mile radius mm-hmm. of where they work are now in the Westchester area. Right. The Westchester people who were enjoying houses for 550 to 600 mm-hmm. no longer can afford the area that they live in. So normally uh-huh. what would happen, let me move this back. Uh-huh. What would happen is that people could afford, okay, let's start with a co-op. Mm-hmm. From the co-op, they would move on to a house or right. multi-family, single-family, multi-family. Right. They would be renting, and then they would move up to an ownership, what's called a starter home. Right. The problem is, is that the median price range, hypothetically, from the area I'm at, yeah, would be around 175, 150. Mm-hmm. Okay. The median income for New York City area is you know 250 mm-hmm. 300 mm-hmm. so what's happening is because of the pandemic those people can move further away from their job i've had people move to florida i've had people move to georgia mm-hmm. i had one guy go to ireland yeah i see a person on tv she's over in um poland helping the ukrainians Wow. And she works, she awesome. lives physically and her job is physically in New Jersey. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that I have had to have this conversation. People who have been looking for a, a, a house, I said that that's over. Well, I'll yeah. go to Rockland County. You have to go so far. If you're willing to travel two hours, you might as well go to Pennsylvania at this point. And that's you, right. But even when you come, even when you come further south, you're still gonna be paying those prices. Like the trajectory of real estate has changed. It's gone. So there is nothing wrong with thinking you want a house and you hear these numbers yeah. 150, yeah. 200,000. A quarter of a million used to mean something. It used but to right mean now, something, yeah. Be glad if you can get into a two-bedroom for a quarter of a million in a building. There you go. I have people say, well, I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna save some more. You cannot save faster than the interest rate and the inflation rate is moving. Say it again. The, of the houses. So you may be able to save another $25,000 over the yeah. course of one year. But the value of the homes are going up 100. Yeah. And the interest rate is going, um, the, the interest rate is now like 6%. And the inflation rate is, is up, you know, 30%. Yeah. But you've only saved 7%. Right. And I have to tell more and more people to please stop it. Please, please stop it. Please stop it. We got to stop it, Mo. I got to stop you right there because we got to go into lightning round. I said I was going to keep you honest. I, so I got one thing. I just got off the phone shortly before yeah. getting here with a client that I told her to lock in. Okay. Call me up. Wait, what, is, what does lock in mean? Lock Explain in it to the first time listeners. Okay. Lock in your interest rate. I told her in February. 
she went against me and she listened to her mortgage broker. So pause for a second. When you lock in your interest rate, that means you are going with the interest rate at that particular time stamp, that day, that time, you lock that rate. And lock typically, in the rate. yes. And so you, you get, um, initially you get that 30 day period. And then after which you have to get extensions at a cost. Right. At a cost. So typically when they go to lock in, it means you've already been pre-approved. They're very certain this loan will go forward. You have the house. Everything's moving along. We know this is a deal. And also you want to make sure you can maintain that payment because a percentage up, a half a percentage up could change your affordability. Back to you, Mom. Right. It does change your affordability, but let's go back to something you say in regards to locking in. There is different times in the deal that you can lock in. Oh yeah, absolutely. You can lock in once you sign the contract. Mm -hmm. Is what I told her to do. Mm. A mortgage person, mm. I'm gonna say it, from Lone Depot, told her he would wait. Now, so, so let me ask you a question. Let me play devil's advocate. Did you tell her to lock in at the sign at the time she signed the contract? because you knew the interest rates were about to change because yes i was watching and first of all to understand the market and you say okay you're understanding the market when yeah. you see inflation yeah okay, let's do the seesaw the seesaw rule is my rule as far as i'm concerned i never yeah. seen it from anybody else so i own it yeah. so when you see the interest rate when you see inflation going up yeah and you can see it in gas prices you can see it in chicken wings. You can see yeah. it, uh, a bacon is $10 a pack. You don't have to know. Prices are going up like you've never seen them before. So it's like a seesaw. Interest rate is going way up. Yeah. The way the government pushes the interest rate back down is as high, the other side is low. This side is interest rates. So the government says, if we raise interest rates on this side, then a, the inflation would stop. Mm -hmm. That's the seesaw rule. Everybody's mm -hmm. been on one. If you haven't, go find a playground when one side is up. <laughs> and they're fun. Make sure the person is evenly weighted because sometimes <laughs> that person, I used to be skinny, and they would sit on this side and I would fly off of it. Oh my gosh. So what you want to do, because the prices are up and inflation is up, the way they make people stop spending and they get the inflation to go down, which means people have to stop spending, is for the government to raise the interest rate. Now, she listened because, and she told me morning, well, he's a mortgage guy, he's supposed to know more than you. And I said, how did that work out for you? Now, I have to listen. I said, if you wanna be upset, call Loan Depot, call your loan originator. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, he said, well, it is what it is. Hmm. And I said, it is what it is. You made a decision. I said to you, if you look at an interest rate, they said the government, the, um, the president is going to raise your interest rate. They said it. They said it. So then you knew it was coming. You don't watch the news. Right. Even if you don't understand anything, he said he was going to do it. Right. And then when he did it, he said, and we're going to do it again. Because 
He didn't see, he did it, and then he sits and he waits and see how long, how far it goes down. That's not enough. So he did it again. The first time he did a quarter. The last time, which is now within the last 48 hours, he did a half a percent. So they're waiting to see this number. If this number doesn't move, they're going to keep pushing it until they force it down. Mm. Now a lot of people are realizing they can't move. So the thing is, is now she's paying 6%. She's very upset. On a and she missed the May 1st deadline for the star reduction, would have saved another $175. So between the $175 and the interest rate changing, she said it's $300 something a month. And she's very upset. Can't I'm very upset for her. She, she was, oh man, she was blowing fire. She's a, <laughs> upset. So I'm, I'm just saying, there's so many things that if you're going to listen, this is what I'm talking about. If your mortgage guy doesn't know anything, if the, your real estate agent has no, doesn't, you, you just say, oh, they look nice. They're driving a lot of nice cars. <laughs> a lot of these cars ain't even in their name. Mm -mm. A lot of them have bad credit. You need to vet. You need to vet. You need to vet your real estate agent and the people that you're surrounding yourself with. Absolutely. They live in a nice house. Do they own the house? Do they right. have good credit? What right. do they know? What's their education? Are they watching the market? She called me and she asked me a question. When do you think I should lock in? Mm. And then she still went against the grain. I said, lock in right now. Right, lock in right now. So what Anthony said, that it didn't matter and I could do it now or I could do it when I get a commitment. I can do it after the appraisal. I can do it. I said, if I was you, I said, okay, he said that. I yeah. said, I said, okay. I said, but yeah. I would lock in now. Because yeah. the interest rate is getting ready to go up. The president said it on the TV. They said it over and over and over. Interest rate is going up. And then they said the interest rate went up. And then the other day, they said they're getting ready. To, and it's going to go up again. So they're going to continue to go up. in like four or five different times, they're going to go up. It's not finished. And then they sit and they wait to see how this number is being affected by this number going up. Yeah. Out of time. This is your lightning round. So you're going to get this still told. Don't be upset. I got you. Come on, lightning round. Okay. All right. So this is, after all, currency for currency. So lightning round is going to be current events your opinion on it and how it affects your dollar today. You ready for it? Okay, here we go. <laughs> First time, y'all, she's here. <laughs> so, all right, here we go. Okay. Bill Gates made a comment recently about the whole COVID scenario and saying that there's more than 5% evidence that's saying the worst has not even affected us yet. What are your thoughts and how does it affect your dollar today? COVID has affected the whole world. Um, again, uh, insurance, they said the shots are free. They said that the treatment is free. Nothing's yeah. free. Yeah. And someone's going to have to pay for this. Yeah. Right now, China is in the biggest lockdown mm -hmm. in the history of ever having COVID. Mm-hmm. And that is reverberating in this country because go to Home Depot, go to um, 
just about anywhere. Try to get certain parts for stuff. Oh, China yeah. has been feeding those parts into this country. Mm -hmm. And you go on the streets of China and there's nobody on those streets. Mm -hmm. China is the manufacturer of the world. They do about 60 or 70% of all the Come stuff coming in the United Come States. Come one time. How does it affect so your dollar today? It affects your dollar because it's going up and COVID is not over. They're saying they're going to increase. Uh, New York, where I'm living at right now, is at medium. It moved up less than 10 days ago from mild to medium. And they're saying now within another 10 to 12 days, the infection rate is so high, it's going to go from medium to high. And it yep. is affecting our dollar in every shape and form. If you don't believe me, look at the gas price. I'm always talking about chicken wings. I'm almost always talking about bacon. COVID And the cost of, of, of these people being sick, the cost of the shots, the booster shots. Everything. All right, time. Time. Next Ooh. question. <laughs> this is money matters, right? So I heard someone say today um, they're looking to fill roles and they can't find a qualified candidate. Meanwhile, you still have a number of individuals who are unemployed and or underemployed. What's your thought on that? And how does it affect your dollar today? Well, it affects your dollar day. A lot of people came off the grid. A lot of people said, I don't want to work anymore for someone else. A lot of people came off the plantation. Yeah. So when you have, when you look at the way, and it's not just a black thing, it's a people thing. When you look at the way a plantation was built, uh, made up, you had a whole bunch of people working for one guy that was making a lot of money. Right. So when you work for companies and you're not working for yourself, and I'm not saying anything negative about it, I'm just telling you how the system is made. No, sure, sure. You're making 60, 70,000, which ain't no money to be making right now. And you're making this money and you got this guy at the top making hundreds of millions, if not right. billions of dollars. Right. So it's set up for that. Right. That's what I'm without really. How does it affect your dollar today? It affects your dollar today because a lot of people don't want to go back to work for what they were working for anymore. The minimum wage is not making it. If so they got to come stronger and harder, higher numbers. And harder. So what happens is even at McDonald's, you go in, you got all these little kiosks now. So yeah. what they're trying to do is eliminate people in certain places. And then when places where people were there, people yeah. like, I can't come. My rent is $2,000 for one bedroom. Yeah. How can I make $15 an hour right. and I'm only $18 a month? How can I pay a $2,000 rent? So that's yeah. how money makes. A lot of people are rejecting um, coming back for the amount that they used to be paid for. And no, absolutely. Who ends up paying for it? If they're not willing to make pay $10, take $15 or whatever the minimum wage in their area is, and they need another $5, that $5 has to be sold by the consumer. By someone, That's exactly. You know what I saw the other day, what I thought was so interesting um, alongside this? Domino's in my area is offering drivers like $25 an hour. I, I never saw that. And I was like, wow, you know, that's incredible. Because, I mean, think about where those numbers were just last year or the year before. They were very, very low. But yeah, yeah, they're, trying to, they're trying to pull people in. All right, next question. Um, Dave Chappelle being attacked on stage. Come on, 30 seconds or less, Mo. You, wh wow. The first thing I think everybody thought about 
was the Will Smith and um it opened the door. It opened the door for these type of things yeah. to happen. This guy, I don't know how he got that close. It was sort of yeah. understandable because Will was famous and Chris was famous and he ran up. Yeah. But this guy had a gun that had a switchblade knife come out of it. Right. It was a that knife was that was this, that was shaped like a gun. Yeah. It, no, it yeah. It looked like a gun. I see right. the picture. It looks like a gun. But when you push the button, the switchblade out of this part of the gun would pop out. Right. So either way, it was dangerous. But my thought on that is, I seen how they dealt with it. So when Chris got tackled, a lot of people jumped on stage. Dave. Chris came back on the stage. Dave Chappelle. And then Chappelle, I'm sorry, said something. He said, hold on a minute. Let me go check on something. And he went back over there, and they all were stopping the guy. And I was like, wow. I guess they said, <laughs> this ain't going to be. No, Chris. Hey, and, oh my God! So I didn't see that. Stage, he said, "Da da da da." What he said, and he went back off a stage and went over there, and they said, "Yeah, he, they stomping up out of that guy." Oh right my now. gosh! All right, all right, stage. all right, all right, all right. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. We gotta. Um, dang, I only have time for one more. The last one, we just kind of have to let. It's gonna be another episode. Reversal on Roe versus Wade. How does it affect wow. your dollar? What are your thoughts? Whew. Good All Lord. Right. 30 seconds. Is that, you know, I, I don't think that, I think the government needs to keep their hand out of the God portion of it. And mm -hmm. it's a separation of, of church and state. Mm -hmm. I, I can't believe that 50 years later, I think it was 1970, Roe versus Wade, that they're changing things. But I'm going to say this to you. It's not the end. It's going to be other stuff that they can go in and they can touch. And in my opinion, and it's always been my opinion, that the Supreme Court is much stronger than um, some parts of the presidency. So the president doesn't have anything. So you're going to see people crossing over lines and all kinds of stuff, state lines, to get legally get an abortion. But abortion, they are not going to start with abortion. They started with abortion. They have the same rights to go back and reverse same-sex marriages yep. and a whole bunch of other things they've been exactly. doing. Exactly. Interracial relationships and relation, relation, all kinds of stuff that yep. can go into touch. Um, what I find um, very scary is that they can do this and we have nothing to say. So when you had right. um, go in and appoint all these Supreme Justices, these Supreme Justices can do something. And then the, the people that are more Democrat or liberal don't have because they're outnumbered. Exactly. So right now, the people that's in what DT Trump did right. is basically going to affect the next 25 to 30 years of our life. Yeah. I do believe in this particular system that they should um, raise the amount of DT of um, Supreme Justices. Court. Justices. Yeah, kind of, kind of balance it out. Yeah. Again, there we go. That balance that because right now it's unbalanced. Yeah. That's what happens when you have um, a system where it's so unbalanced. So whatever oh, they do, they don't need our permission. And us going out and um, protesting as much as you want to be heard is not going to change anything. They're going to yeah. do stuff, and they don't have anyone to answer to. So basically. Um, though Donald Trump may be out of office, mm -hmm. the influence that he put in and people that it's are going still to be there is going it's to definitely be still there. 25, 30 years. So I think that what we need to do is put more justices on the bench. I love it because it affects your dollar in so many ways, right? Um, and as Mo said it so eloquently, the next 20, 30 years of all our lives, whether you're Democrat, Republic, or independent, doesn't matter. 
How'd you like the lightning round? You like that? I'm going to get a buzzer for you, though. I'm going to get a buzzer, and it's going to ring. You're literally going to get 30 seconds the next time. And you could do me, too. We can switch it up. I know. It was the first time. It was off the cuff, y'all. I just threw it at her. But Mo was such a great participant. She went with it because she's Mo Money. She knows it all, right? <laughs> Listen, and we want you to know all. So stay informed. Keep coming back. Keep getting filled with that information. Subscribe, like, share this podcast with all your friends, with your families. Then have those conversations on the sideline. How does it affect your dollar? It's the current discussion for tomorrow's financial freedom. So come on back. We'll see you all soon. It's currency for currency, y'all. Bye-bye. Have some fun outside. The weather's getting nice. It's beautiful. Look at the gorgeous sunlight behind me, right? I don't mind too. I'm gonna go out there. Yeah, I see it radiating. <laughs> all right. Bye, Mo. Bye-bye. All righty.